0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Why? Are you
1: in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We're here to talk commercials again today. We're going to talk about the good ones. We're going to talk about the bad ones. And we're going to talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Let's
1: go be best friends right now. Now and forever. Forever and always.
0: My name is Andrew Walsh. Sitting across from me is my best friend forever and always. Genevieve has. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show... What the hell
2: is coming up <laughs> today on this show? We have done a few rounds on how to think I, about this concept, which... This
0: is one of your high... Well, I and mean, by the way, I'm not complaining. Again, you put all the work into the show. I think it's a good idea. We're just having a hard time explaining it. It's a it. little
2: hard to define. But there is a kind of ad that I almost always find funny, and we've been sort of circling around it uh, in some other shows where we've talked about, you know, commercials that are funny or people are talking about... Um, And it's this sort of idea of like showing someone doing something so wrong and then using that as a sort of dreadful alternative or like highlighting how wrong they're doing something and then showing them the right way to do to the right way to do whatever you want them to do by buying your product.
0: I'm going to give an example. You tell me if I'm on the money with this or not. This is not on your show sheet. Um, but like those ads for the app that help you get rid of things you no longer need in your life, like a like parachuting with a bowling ball that yes. you let go of. I think the app is let go, right? right. Uh, would that be an example of yeah. a, a terrible scenario that if you buy the app, you're getting out of that? Terrible scenario. Yeah, if I mean, you buy the app. That's how it works, right? You buy you apps. buy the app, uh-huh. and
2: uh, then you go to the uh, marketplace, mm-hmm. the app marketplace, and then you you, try you to resell sell the, the app, app for there. higher than you paid right. for,
0: and they give you a bowling ball for right, it. Exactly, right. See, I get it.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's a good example. That let go, they sort of show you like you're doing it wrong, right? You're holding mm-hmm. and and in, a, in an absurd way, you're holding on to a bowling ball while you're skydiving, or it's not a bowling ball. I think it's a sewing machine, or you're okay. you're carrying a disco ball while you're trying to ride a moped. You know, mm-hmm. like you're doing it very wrong and it's not always that the solution to to your the way you're doing this one thing is to buy the product but it's like you don't want to be this character who's doing things so you don't want to be uh i probably should just call this like uh what's the highlights thing
0: uh, oh, Goofus and Gallant? Yeah, it's just
2: sort Ooh. of... A, I actually think we did do a Goofus and Gallant show. Oh, so maybe okay. we're just recapping that All one right. or re- redoing that one. But this has a certain... There's there's a certain quality and these are always funny commercials, right? Like it's always done as a joke. And it's like the idea is they show you some sort of like scenario that, that is not working properly. And that is a metaphor often for how uh, things will work properly... Uh, if you go use their product
0: that sounds like a slogan to me. Yeah, super it seems super interesting It sounds super interesting <laughs> it sounds super. No, it actually is you got a lot of really funny commercial The thing is play. it's
2: hard to describe but there is a there yeah. is a pattern to it And you can see it start to emerge when you look at these different ads like the Snickers ads are a great example the um, The hate the 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 ads for those little oranges um, What are they called the halos? the halos mm-hmm. What were they called? The ones where, like, the good job kid.
0: Yeah, I think they're called Halos. Yeah, I can't remember. I think
2: they're made by uh, Wonderful, the same people who make the pistachios. Right, yeah.
0: Okay, well, we have a whole bunch of examples. We'll be playing those in a second. Um, Plus, I see now you put together the ad council, too, um, and it looks like somebody wrote in with a commercial that – they're hearing on a podcast and I binged a podcast this weekend (laughs) and I think I might've heard the same ad. So I'm really excited to see if that is the same one that we're talking about. Well,
2: we definitely had a listener who, um, had a sim- has had a similar experience to the anger that you had at all the bad copywriting and it is not limited to commercial radio it also shows up in and even high-minded public radio podcasts Oh
0: my goodness. All right, well, let's start with the I guess we're calling it you're doing it wrong.
1: <laughs> I just want to let you wow. know you're doing it wrong. <laughs>
0: Shout out to an artist called Lockwood Nix for this song. I I kind of dig it. It was like disco. Has a very uh, small footprint on the internet. Has some things on Spotify, on YouTube. Couldn't find any background on Lockwood Nix, but felt like it would be right to give him a shout out. Um, Okay. Well, let's get into some of these commercials that you've collected. You want to start with the Xfinity one?
2: Yeah. This is actually the one that made me sit up and say, okay, I want to try to do a show about this concept. Uh, however, ill-defined or poorly articulated. <laughs> okay. Ill-defined and poorly articulated should probably just be what we call okay. this one. Okay,
0: I'm open to that. So, what's happening in this one?
2: Um, all right. So it's really you're just hearing um, the uh, the theme to uh, uh, was it 2001?
0: Oh, a space odyssey. A space odyssey. odyssey. Yeah.
2: Um, but poorly played on like 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 by an elementary school band okay. or something. Uh-huh. But what you're seeing are a bunch of parent parental missteps like trying to give your kid all DIY stuff. So like giving your kid a haircut at home, trying to assemble an IKEA shelf at home, uh all and I'll sort of call them out as we see them. Um but it is all leading up to a proposal that you not do one thing DIY. So you see two little cute two cute little girls seeing their this the uh, jungle gym with their dad assembled falling apart. A mom giving her kid a terrible haircut. A guy trying to grout tile and it's working terribly. What a mess.
1: Get customized security with 24-7 monitoring from Xfinity Home. Awarded the best professionally installed system by CNET. Simple, easy, awesome.
0: So you see all these disaster projects. Now, they don't really have anything to do with home security. I think that's kind of part of your We're, thing here, exactly. right? Exactly. They're all tangential to the real problem.
2: Yeah, they are, they're not in the same universe as... It's not that he's, like, gone to, you know... You know, Acme Home Security and has Mm. done it wrong there. A lot of anvils, yeah, anvil related security (laughs) measures there. Yeah, a lot of like, uh, you know, tunnels painted onto Mm -hmm. brick walls, fake doors, Um, fake front doors. Yes, that would be an interesting approach to security. Um, It's more like there. It's the it's the sort of the idea that you can take a certain approach to some things and it's the same it's it's just like the okay is just okay not okay is not okay that AT&T and we'll talk, yeah, we'll like talk those, about a couple yeah. of those that are coming up here um but i think it's this idea that you can you can show you, you can really people can really relate to this idea of yeah i've had things go horribly wrong when i've tried to do it myself so go to a professional now i would say what does what does DIY home security even look like? Is it like a bunch of tin cans tied to a string across Maybe. the door? <laughs> I mean,
0: I feel like I experimented with that when I was a little kid growing up in the country. Like, I would dig a lot of holes and then cover them up with grass and hay okay. and then hope that intruders would fall into
2: You tried to secure the perimeter it. with yeah. some traps?
0: Yeah, you got to. Um, that was when it was... Uh, Cat and Lewis. Cat was my friend's nickname. My nickname was Lewis, I think. the two of the worst nicknames two boys have ever made up for themselves <laughs> as they tried to build a fort in the backyard. I'm still embarrassed about that. You had mentioned the AT&T. Um, what's the, what what is the okay campaign? Is, Just, Just Okay. Just Okay is not Okay. We've talked about it a lot. It's the one where the guy is giving the kid the tattoo, and he's like, I'm one of the tattoo artists in town.
2: Yeah, we talked a bit about this because one of our listeners uh, wrote in saying it seemed like the stakes were too high for what they mm-hmm. were saying, what the, what they were suggesting as a parallel to getting mm-hmm. AT&T service. Um, I like them. I think they're pretty funny. Um, this one's been really making the rounds. and it's, I hadn't
0: seen this one before you put it oh, really? in the show sheet. I've been yeah. seeing it a lot. The boy band one?
2: Yeah. So this is sort of taking it out of the realm of, like, working with professionals who are not very professional, which a lot of the other ones have been, right? You've got, like, movers and... A carnival ride assemblers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, or carnies, as we might call them. Uh, You know the tattoo artists. Yeah, Um, this is more like just an experience that you're having that's not going the way it should.
0: So should we explain it because it's so visual. visual? So it's you see like a classic kind of boy band scene. It's at a live concert. They're performing, and the are there four or five boys in this? I can't recall. I think there's four of them, and they start all posed on the stage right Right. there's two of them standing in back two of them crouching in front and they're striking a pose and then they start singing and then you expect them to break out of that pose and start dancing around yeah but instead they just stay absolutely frozen just absolutely frozen in that except for their mouths which start singing the song so they are performing but they're not dancing at all and then as you'll hear the crowd starts looking around like Should they be dancing? Yeah, it's very confusing And it's very funny too There's an added little um, dollop of humor Because the person in the crowd Who's like, wait Are we supposed to be dancing too? Is also funny Like the joke isn't really The joke is what's happening on stage You don't need that Yeah But it actually actually works It doesn't seem like too much to me (laughs)
1: They're just frozen up there It
2: takes a while too As a viewer To understand What's wrong With this
1: situation Boy bands without dancing Are just okay
0: You can sort of hear The guy in the background Say are we supposed to dance And then he's like Everybody in the crowd Is frozen And then he's jiggling He just tries A little bit of a jig But then nobody Jumps in with him So he just stops again
2: Yeah Um, So here's You know Again it follows that Basic outline Of Something is wrong. Something, some scenario was going badly, um, and it is a foil for what you re- what you actually want, which is for things to be great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really funny. You're right, and, and you're also kind of like you're watching them, and it takes you, the viewer, a second to realize, oh, oh wait, what's going on? Why aren't you guys? Bra-? Like, I, there was actually a moment where I thought that my computer was frozen. Right. right?
2: I like it that there's a dad there, that the parent. With his with his kid, the one parent you hear say, "Are we supposed to dance?" is is like a dad and not the mom. You know, that's a good point. it's mostly point. little you know, girls yeah. in, the, in the audience.
0: You know, I this was only the second time I saw it, and I didn't even really kind of put that. Parent-child connection together. I just thought it was a crowd of various people who like the boy band. But you're right. It's that's the extra layer of humor, huh? That he's like the dad who's just trying to be cool in front of his kids. Yeah, he's just
2: trying to have a good time. He's just there for like two for one Mm -hmm. equals me and you, or whatever the name of that (laughs) band is. (laughs) Whatever. What's the band from Bob's Burgers? Is
0: it two plus one equals? No. What is it? It's
2: something like that. It's some. It's some equation.
0: Let me just look it up. I have to now. (laughs) I know that. Have we done this on the show before? I swear I have. uh, Oh, it's Boys for Now. (laughs) It is the boy there. That is such a good. That is a great joke. Um, all right, so you did throw in one of the Snickers uh, commercials. Now, the Snickers, these have been running for a long time, and they show somebody who you don't realize is acting out of character until they eat a Snickers and they go back to normal. Like, I think there's one where somebody's acting really, really cranky, and it's Roseanne Barr. Yeah, for they... years,
2: they, they, what they were doing with these ads was they would have a celebrity who was famous for some type of behavior, whether it's Roseanne Barr I'm guessing she's not getting a lot of calls from Snickers these days, um, or you know, a Danny Trejo. Right. Um, you know, they did sort of a reverse one with Johnny. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Football. Yeah, yeah,
0: that one. That one I complained about on the show because I felt like they were perverting the joke too much. It just didn't make sense. But
2: um, but now they've taken that basic idea that you're not you when you're hungry. Um, And they've attached it to all kinds of other things that could go wrong for you. And I don't know if you've seen this, but when you actually are buying a Snickers in the store now, they say, a lot of them say things like hangry or, you know, sleepy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like all these...
0: Famous Snickers font. In the, in the famous logo.
2: font. Yeah. You could write like Poopsicle and you would still know like what brand they were talking about. I wouldn't. <laughs> I might buy a Snickers if it said Poopsicle. <laughs> would you? <laughs> it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> I don't think you would. Um, all right. So in this one, we I, I haven't seen this one all the way through. We have three guys who are kind of like robbing a money truck yeah right? they
2: they pull up they you know it's a classic sort of heist scene it's all very high energy and kinetic camera movement uh they pull up a box in like a wells fargo type of armored car um they hop out of their car and somehow like get open you know force open the doors they're all wearing <laughs> panties pantyhose on their head which i cannot see without mentally saying the line from raising Arizona: "Sun, sun you got a panty on your head.
0: <laughs> um, but one of them, like they're all wearing, norm, most of them are wearing these normal pantyhose, which of course you do that to obscure your face. Right. And you can, can't be identified. But one of them is wearing fishnets with really wide, yes. hole, like really wide fishnets. It doesn't fishnets. disguise who he is at all. Right. Although it does... Boy, it, w- it would be hard to describe him yeah. later Because all you would think about, it, think about It's it. like the bandaid on the nose right. In uh, <laughs> Bottle Rocket
1: Right.
0: Okay so you're going to hear the chaos and t- Of the scene until they turn to their friend To say like dude what are you doing With that thing on your face they blow the
1: door open
2: It's yeah. a very bloodless robbery Come
1: on man What? We said pantyhose right Here eat this Creamy Snickers. You could use a little smoothness. Pete? Pete Zagarin? <laughs> oh, that's Peter. I taught him social nope. studies. <laughs> 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 it's,
0: it's <laughs> now, what's funny is usually in these commercials, when you take a bite of the candy, the problem is solved. You like, you magically turn from Roseanne Barr back into a the person you're supposed to be. Whatever, in yeah. this case, I was wondering what was going to happen. Like, Is he going to bite it and then suddenly he's going to be transformed into a guy who's wearing the right kind of panty on his head. But no, I guess <laughs> I guess I just had to go with the joke. Uh, because then you introduce magical realism in a way that, like, how would you even technically... Yeah,
2: it doesn't make sense within the universe of this little vignette, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one thing when, uh, you know, a famous person is in a context where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. This one, I think they just had to, like power through right right i mean you don't want to lose the social studies teacher saying it's i taught him social <laughs> studies. Yeah, that's pete zacharine i hadn't
0: seen that all the way through i like it um i have not I, there's something him. about
2: the name pete zacharine that's just yeah. very funny to me too like it's hard to say why that's good writing it but it's like it's so much better than joe smith yeah
0: oh yeah you know absolutely like i grew up with a uh, friend my like first best friend when i was very young like five years old and, and up was uh, Lenny Samoski. Yeah. And you just think there's something very, very Ohio... I mean, obviously, it's an Eastern European name. I, I, I have a Polish background. I don't know if he's Polish or not, but, like, there's just something for you, like, that Lenny Samoski is definitely, like, a kind of kid yes, that it I grew locates, up with. it locates yeah.
2: that kid in, like, a time and space in a weird way. Like, right. yeah, Pete Zacharin works really great, and then the writing there is great.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is this direct T V one? I don't... I think I've seen this. Oh, this is the one where things really spiral out of control. Yes. So these the, were kind of funny. These were
2: kind of funny. DirecTV has actually had a number of campaigns. I, they're not doing any campaigns right now that particularly jump out at me. I'm sure they're advertising, but nothing stands out to me. I mean, they they did the ones with the, you know, skinny arm, scrawny Rob Lowe right. and all the, like, the weird, you know, talk about, you know, you're doing it wrong. Right, right, Although right. Although we've talked at length about, like, those cat those ads, um, but it wasn't.
0: Was it scrawny Rob Lowe or was it scrawny um, football player man?
2: It wasn't even just scrawny. It was like but some. It was something very. Oh Peyton Manning. It, it was, was like Peyton though, right? Yeah, but we there think- was a different okay. one for Rob Lowe where he was like high voiced Rob Lowe or something. Yeah, yeah. They played around a lot in the sort in a sort of.
0: Shy P Rablo was one of them. Was there a
2: shy Pierre? There was
0: some shy P joke in those. They, oh, they, did they everyone, try to get st- Then the real shy Piers got that, mad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so this one starts with a guy sitting in his living room <laughs> there watching. There
1: are
2: dozens of
0: us. <laughs> You're still stuck on the. There's like one group that represents people who have shy P syndrome or whatever it yes. is. They have no reason to ever write a press release. Finally, somebody yes. makes a shy P joke and they can get outraged like, about it.
2: All the alarms go off. They're like It's yeah. time. <laughs> We've just justified Dust off our- <laughs> the mimeograph machine.
0: <laughs> we justified our salaries.
2: <laughs> salaries. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm sure I've offended a lot of people. Um this is a, a, somewhat, a couple of years old, I think. I haven't seen them recently, but it came to me as I was looking around for examples of this somewhat inchoate idea I've been trying to articulate here. Um, but this is the... You may remember them. They were like... it would You would start by not doing the thing you're supposed to do, and then it would snowball into this mm-hmm. crazy, uh, you know, sort of v- verbal... Uh, what's the kind of machine where everything goes through a...
0: You know, Oh, 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 oh! It's the guy's name. We saw his exhibit at the museum. <laughs> uh, terrible! This is terrible. I'm re- I'm sorry. My brain is especially bad right now. It's a Rube Goldberg. Yeah, the word we're looking it's for. It's like a
2: verbal Rube Goldberg machine, uh, where it kind of like one thing leads on to one thing leads on to one thing, and each is more absurd than the next. And so, the by virtue of not doing the thing you're supposed to do, by virtue of having cable like some terrible consequence Mm -hmm. occurs
0: and so this guy's this commercial starts with a guy sitting in his living room and he's dealing with like cable and it's like it's not working he's not finding what he wants and then we hear what the i would say like illogical conclusion of that is when your cable company keeps you on hold you get angry when you get angry you go blow off steam when you go blow off steam accidents happen When accidents happen, you get an eye patch. I'd like to just back up here for a second. So he's blowing off steam by playing racquetball, in case that wasn't clear. Then while playing racquetball, the ball hits him directly in the eye and he goes down. Now he's in a doctor's office getting an eye patch. He's not happy about that. When you get an eye patch, people think you're tough. He's riding the bus now. When people think you're tough, people want to see how tough. And when people want to see how tough you wake up in a roadside ditch, so there were some tough guys on the bus who wanted to challenge him. He's running away from them. Uh, cut to—he's beaten up pretty badly and in a roadside ditch. Don't wake up in a roadside ditch. Get rid of cable and upgrade to Direct TV. Call one eight hundred. Those are good. Yeah, those are good. Good writing. Good concept.
2: I think so. Yeah, I like I like the idea, and I think that they execute it well. And I like how you think. Wow, you think eye patch? That's pretty bad. Yeah, but We're, right. like, not even halfway through the commercial yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah.
0: And here's another one. I'll try to explain it the same way. Starts with a guy sitting on a couch. Something's wrong with his cable. When the cable company keeps you on hold, you feel trapped. When you feel trapped, you need to feel free. Climbs a mountain. When you need to feel free, you try hang gliding. When you try hang gliding, you crash into things. When you crash into things, the grid goes down. He
2: crashed into some uh, high-tension... High
0: power Power. lines and now we see
2: a good shot of
0: the entire city just going dark when the grid goes down crime goes up and when crime goes up your dad gets punched over a can of soup
2: (laughs) your dad shouldn't have been looting that soup sir
0: yeah well i mean so yeah at the very end we see a bunch of looters going into a store and stealing stuff now could it be that the dad was shopping there before the looters came in and then threw a can of soup at him
2: well, he's the dad picks up the can. Oh, of soup. right,
0: right, yeah. Now,
2: was he intending to pay for it? Probably. They're, the lights are out in that store. It's only looters in that store.
0: I think he had the best intentions. I think no. he was going to leave a few bucks under the register. I think you know,
2: you know, you shouldn't be in that store at that time of night unless you're looting. Wow. So, dad got what was coming to him.
0: <laughs> you know, I was expecting some hot takes today. That was not the one I was expecting. <laughs> What's the Bush beer one? Every now and then I remember that Bush beer is a thing.
2: Yeah, that was also my reaction to this commercial. <laughs>
1: um
2: this is uh I think that the narration explains it pretty well. Um, but it's kind of like uh, you got you, you should wait for the the can, the cold-activated can oh, to be yeah. properly activated, and don't try to drink it before. Don't then. drink
0: the. But is this another one where the mountains turn blue? But yeah. that's, but that's Coors, right? The mountains turn blue.
2: I don't know. It's something. So, some other. But thing Bush happens. has
0: the same thing where their can turns a color or something. Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go.
1: Some things should never change, like the crisp cold refreshment of Bush. But something should,
0: like Tim's impatience.
2: So Tim. Is playing dead. He is at a campsite where that a bear is currently ravaging and just like eating everything in the tent. Um, and Tim is his arm is just within reach of a can of bush beer.
0: Oh, but okay. he needs to
2: wait until the bear has left. Because okay, but he's the, anxious I to see. drink that beer. I see.
0: Play dead or Tim? Play deader, Tim.
2: (laughs) He tries to open the beer, and the bear immediately turns around and starts coming for him.
0: Bush is interesting. Uh, You probably notice that it was a very short uh, spot, 15 seconds, probably used as pre-rolls, but also maybe just a a cheap way. uh, You know, by having it a 15-second spot, you save some money, but it's got a pretty good punch to it. Um, And um, wasn't... uh, Will Ferrell doing some... like, like Bush is good at doing things that go viral, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he do some random Bush beer ads that only ran in local markets? Does this ring a bell to you at all? It
2: definitely sounds like something Will Ferrell would do, possibly in the character of Ricky Bobby.
0: I don't think he was in character. Um, shoot, hold on. I, I want to look this up because maybe it wasn't Bush beer, but it seemed... Um, it seemed reminiscent of that. Uh, oh, you That's know He was Milwaukee. doing Old Milwaukee, so forget everything I said, but listen to this. See Will Farrell walking through a field towards the camera. He's just wearing shorts and a t shirt. This
2: apparently was a Super Bowl
0: ad. Yeah, they ran in local markets oh, during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so he slowly walks towards the camera the whole time at the very end he gets close to the camera somebody throws him in old milwaukee and he cracks it open and just runs out of time yeah. right before he says name of the beer that's, that's great. great uh okay uh what about oh i see maya rudolph's name yeah so this
2: is kind of this is this one's hard for me because i love maya rudolph mm-hmm. i mean i sincerely love her um and it's very hard for me to say that I don't like her in something. But she has some very big shoes to fill. She is the new, She's the new spokesperson for Sling.
1: Oh, and Megan Mullally. Megan
2: Mullally and Nick Offerman are the OG uh, pitch people for Sling. And now Maya Rudolph seems to have taken it over. And I've seen a couple with her. Is it still
0: like Slingers, Swingers? No, they've
2: totally given up. Or this this campaign, at least, does not rest on that premise at all okay so this is sort of like would you rather and she says would you rather go to a dog's birthday party or stay home and watch sling and stay home and sling um but most of this is taking place at the dog's birthday party
0: okay
1: would you rather sling in or go to a party
2: for pepper the dog
1: who's ready to party
2: and so it's like a very overproduced dog's birthday Mm -hmm. party Uh, with a bunch of somewhat dorky people who are like too excited about this dog's birthday.
0: And she is not the one who says who's ready to party. It's one of these people who are into it. And she's kind of in the background, kind of rolling her eyes and like, perfect.
2: Right. So then she reaches into her coffee cup, which is like a cappuccino, and grabs out like a handful of the foam and dabs it on the dog's muzzle. Perfect.
1: Oh, no! Oh, rabies outbreak. Better get home right away. Oh, slang. My man Leroy,
2: top-notch acting. Nothing beats so her dog slang. that she has brought to the party. Is her oh, out
0: okay. so that she
2: can go home and sling
0: I was going to say we see the the dog with her at the end. Was it her dog that had the party? But no, she brought her dog. Leroy is through. the I see. fake
2: rabies dog. Pepper is the birthday dog.
0: I just feel like she could have just said she was busy. Well, like, why go to the like? I feel yeah, if like yeah. You want this, to
2: stay home and watch TV, but you know you've gone to things about, you don't want to go to. Yeah, because your dog made you.
0: Um, I feel like the slingers one. It was just it was such a good concept that was right there and didn't need. Explanation. This just feels like it's trying too hard. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit. I know nobody listened to it, but when I did a whole show complaining about commercials that were on the <laughs> baseball radio station, um,
2: <laughs> it wasn't that no one listened to it. It was that a substantially fewer, a noticeable fewer amount they're of saving people it. They're to saving
0: it. it for the holidays yes. so they can listen to it with their families. Right. Um, but um, what does this remind me of? It's it's just too complicated. It reminds me of something I talked about in that show. It's just too complicated yes. of a scenario that you've created here. I agree.
2: I've had to see, I've seen that commercial a few times and it took me one or two watchings of it to understand because it's not tr- clear which dogs having the yeah. birthday party. So you think she's with, she's both the owner of the birthday dog and then also the dog is the, also of the dog that's getting her out of the situation doesn't want to be in. Uh, again yeah like I've seen it a few times so I've had A chance to like you know Drill down on the plot mm-hmm. But I question how, a, how much A casual watcher really understands what's Going on or like what the lesson They take away from it is if, And if, like you
0: say it's hard to not Compare them to the I mean those were probably my favorite commercials Of last year
2: I you know I just love those Nick Offerman And Megan Mullally ones they are so Good and so funny and Maya Rudolph is amazing, but these are not serving her well. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But yeah, exactly. They're not serving her well. She does what she has to do in them. It's just, you know, what are you going to do? So you have one for Hulu here. I hadn't seen this one either. This is with Aaron Paul, who I know from um, Breaking Bad. Yes,
2: that's probably the one thing most people would know him for. He's obviously also trying to uh, pump up. This is sort of a cross-promotion for Hulu and then a show that is on Hulu called The Path.
0: Do you know about The Path?
2: Yeah, I mean, I know that there is a show called The Path. I feel like it might be about a cult.
0: Oh, well, I could that see that. Does that sound right? Let me tell you, The Path is an American drama. This is just off the top of my head.
2: The
1: <laughs> Path is an American
0: drama web television series created by Jessica Goldberg and starring Aaron Paul, Michelle Monahan, mm-hmm. and Hugh Dancy. Uh, the show portrays members of a fictional religion known as Meyerism. So, is it a comedy? No, it says it's a drama. It
2: says it's a drama. I wonder if it's sort of like a Scientology mm, maybe, you know, riff. <gasps> Should
0: I tell everybody about my Scientology dream that I had the other night? No. Are you sure? Yes. People love
2: dreams. So, in this commercial, um, there's a just a regular old person who's in a coffee shop, and he runs into Aaron Paul, who he recognizes, and says before he can think better of it that he has listened that he has watched every episode of this show the path on hulu
0: and i don't know if this is going to come across so to be clear at first he's talking to aaron paul but then when he's caught in a lie we just hear his inner voice his inner thoughts to himself
1: hey you're aaron paul i love your show the path
0: how far along are you Seen every episode. Now, I just got to point out, it's a little bit clunky. Like,
2: Yes. What is I the, love your show. Oh, you mean Breaking Bad? No.
0: I love your show, The Path. The Path. Yeah. What, what movie is it? It's Get Shorty 2, right? Or Get More Short or whatever that movie <laughs> get is. Get
2: Shorty 2 Get More
0: Short. It, it actually does have a different name, right? There's Get Shorty. It's called... And then shorter?
2: Lefty... Makes a score. <laughs> no, that's not it. What is it?
0: But you and I... Here, let me just look it up. You and I <laughs> always laugh. I guess it's just called... Oh, well, the, actually, Get Shorty...
2: No, no, it's not... that. There is a se- there's a TV series called Get Shorty, but there was a sequel right. called... Travolta's Back.
0: Travolta's Back and
2: in... Ready for seconds. <laughs> nope, that's... It's not that. It's not Are you, that.
0: Well, no, I'm looking it up. Yeah, no, it's John Travolta's back, ready for seconds. That's, <laughs> that's what it's called. Sorry, I'm having... Oh, Be Cool. Be Cool. <laughs> I was so close. Yeah, we both were. But there's a scene in that movie where Steven Tyler of Aerosmith <laughs> is talking to a main character who supposedly was friends with the band right. back in the day. Right. And was on a first name basis with him, but he says something like, Joe Perry asks about you all the time, whereas if you were really good friends with people, you would just say, Joe asks about you all the time. Yeah. Like, if I were talking with you, I'd be like, oh, Nick asked about you. We would know we're talking about our friend Nick. Bad right. example because we have two friends, Nick, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I will, like, I think I leaned over to you. This movie has got to be 15 years old, at least. I remember leaning oh, over to you yeah. in the theater and we just started riffing on to be like, <laughs> lead guitarist Joe Perry <laughs> asks about <laughs> you all the time. And now, whenever we come across like when something really gets bad over-explained. Writing, we'll just say, Joe Perry asks about you all the time. Lead guitarist <laughs> and sometime rhythm guitarist Joe Perry inquired about you.
1: Hey, you're Aaron Paul. I love your show, The Path.
0: How far along are you? Seen every episode. So, what you think of when Cal confronts? You. We just lied.
1: We're not caught up with The
0: Path on Hulu. And now Aaron Paul is spoiling the show for us. We need to act like we're caught up, which. We can't pull off, because unlike Aaron, we're a terrible actor. If there were a Worst
1: Actor award, Aaron would be handing us a trophy right now.
0: Now, I just want to point out that this whole time that we're going into his brain thinking we see them continuing their conversation but in very slow motion mm-hmm. and aaron paul i don't think we're going to hear another line in the clear from him. i, I
2: think they actually don't want to spoil the path
0: and so at the end he's just giving this guy kind of a funny look like he's are you with him me or total not skepticism. it's really it's actually aaron paul does do a good yes. job in this
2: he is a good actor and then
0: i think at the very end we don't see him anymore, but like you're going to see the tagline, watch more, lie less. And I think we hear Aaron's voice just pop in at the end and be like, have you seen this or what? Aaron
1: would be handing us a trophy right now. You've seen the show. You you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that's
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I like good. that, and I like it as a um, – uh, I think it's a good Cross promotion actually Like they do a good job I was looking I did not know about I was looking for other things That sort of advertised Hulu And mostly what you find Are advertisements For specific shows That's one of the few That actually talks About the service Mm -hmm. And uses a One of their products As an example Of why the service Is so good I don't
0: know if this is It must be intentional To a certain degree But also they're in a coffee shop But this guy is wearing The most comfortable Casual wear You could ask He looks like He should be On his couch watching Hulu, right? He's he's not dressed like a slob, but he's wearing very casual, um, what I would call tonight clothes. Um, And we have one more here. Now, this is not from the Halo Oranges. This is Halo Top.
2: Yes, this is Halo Top, which is the ice cream that is like, let's lower Cal. I I can't see it in the store without thinking of a line from The Good Place where Michael says, I'll never get over humans' urge. To make something a little bit worse So they can have more of it Right Yeah Because that is Truly the definition Of those low calorie ice creams But that's
0: I mean That's it for me I like the experience Of sitting down With a pint of ice cream And eating it out of the thing I don't want like If I were to watch my weight Which <laughs> I'm not um, Then but why not
2: just eat the good stuff
0: it, Oh well maybe that's true Well it's because We had it in the freezer, but either way like let's just say I was given the choice of you can have four Spoonfuls of really tasty ice cream or you can sit down and kind of nurse a pint of low-calorie That isn't quite as good But you're getting that experience of just sitting there and eating for a while. Of course. I would take more quantity
2: Well, you were gonna thrive in the bad place. All right these are I'll admit as, as in terms of my thesis for this show which your thesis? the center already isn't super holding on I agree um but I thought these were so funny and I hadn't seen them before and they I think they do kind of set up like a, a you're doing it wrong At the beginning mm-hmm. uh, And it's such a funny concept Because you have kids Coming up to an ice cream truck It's a Halo Top ice cream truck And asking for ice cream And getting denied In the funniest way possible And this is, there's a series of these They're all good This one I've only watched once I will
0: say I found it Somewhat confusing So we're going to start by There's kind of not, not a grumpy looking But just kind of a very Blase looking ice cream man mm-hmm. Talking to these kids
2: Yeah he's not smiley at all
0: He's not smiley at all He looks very over it um well let's 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 get to that part, then we'll pause it. Ice cream! Ice, cream! ice cream So what did you all do to deserve ice cream today? I made this. Now the kid holds up some crappy art projects. It Sorry, is kid. crappy. Um, now some other guy who looks very unemployed. Yes. Walks up he's to the like, Halo he's Top. He's full
2: on in his t-shirt and boxers and a, like a robe.
0: And a robe. And he looks very dejected and he walks up to the Halo Top truck to get his ice cream. You know what Donnie made? Not enough to cover his mortgage. What's a mortgage? It's like waterboarding. Only you do it yourself. <laughs> I just had my sixth birthday.
1: Happy birthday when you're closer to the inevitable. <laughs> Every day we die a little bit more. All right? That's the lesson today. Now get out of here.
2: Ice cream. For- I like the oh, idea. Wait, play the, let,
1: okay, play yes, the sorry, little that's slogan because kind of yeah. it's got a good little jingle.
0: And it is important. It's The whole point is this is ice cream for adults. Ice
1: cream for adults.
2: Because yes.
0: adults need a lot of ice cream. <laughs> um, I love that concept. It's one of my favorite
2: new jingles, by
0: the way. I think that the, um, I, I do think that the storyline of this is really confused, though. Really? I've been watched it twice, and I still don't get it. Like, oh, it
2: seems totally straightforward to me. The guy
0: gets, so the guy didn't make his payment on his house. Is that what we're supposed to understand? The guy he didn't make it enough money to, what did, what did you do to deserve the ice cream? I made this crappy art project. You know what Donnie made? Donnie walks up. Donnie didn't make enough to pay his mortgage.
2: Yeah, the like, premise I don't know, that seems the, the, like a weak. Play way. another one actually. Like okay. um I don't know. Any other Is this one here? Yeah, try that one. Or the one with the little red haired kid, I think is one too.
0: Okay, well this is one. We see the same grumpy looking Halo ice cream.
2: Yeah, he's in all of them.
0: Um and I don't know what's gonna happen here, so let's find out
1: together.
2: Can I have some ice cream?
1: You know why Stanley over there deserves ice cream and you don't?
0: Um, because he's having a bad day?
1: More like a bad decade. He's not bad looking, he's just not very photogenic, so he can't meet anyone online. But he keeps swiping and swiping. And swiping I can totally
0: hear you, you know.
1: <laughs> and swiping and swiping. That's sad. That's life. Ice cream for adults. Because adults need a lot of ice
0: cream.
2: In every case, the, the person like who's them. getting the ice cream, the adult who is, who is able to get the ice cream is failing mm-hmm. big time at life and failing way. at life in some way they are not able to get a date they are not able to make enough money it's like waterboarding but you do it to yourself <laughs> i
0: i definitely like these i had not seen these before and i'll tell you what if i see a new one on tv i will be like oh wait i don't want to see this I'll, yeah. i might even rewind it so i think as a campaign it works and i really like the idea of it's like this isn't ice cream for kids yeah this is for adults like just starting with that
2: premise. and there was another ice cream kind of recently that tried to sort of do that same thing it wasn't a locale one but it was like a fancy ice cream where it was like it was like a gelato-y thing it was like just a slightly more fancy ice cream like children would like it but it was it had more maybe like pistachio Mm. or some flavor that adults would be more into and i remember the the campaign of that one was the parents would like wait till the kids were in bed and then like pretend that they were eating something gross that kids wouldn't like Mm. um it rings a vague bell. Yeah. So, like, the idea that, like, that there's some marketing value in, like, positioning a treat as, like, for adults, I think is an interesting idea. Because you're, you know...
0: Especially, yeah, something that is so connected with childhood. Right. Exactly.
2: And, like, do, you know, is... I just love this idea. Like, they're they're really zeroing in on the idea that, like, life is hard. Adulthood sucks. Adulthood sucks. And you need to be able to, like, as you say, not just have four spoonfuls of something that tastes delicious but like chow down on yeah, a pint sure. cuz they show these these adults these sad adults just fully eating yeah, the pint
0: just trying to drown their feelings in ice cream
2: Everybody's talking at me i don't
1: hear only the of my mind
0: it's kind of a Sad adult theme in the song right there I don't hear a word people are saying Just the echoes of my mind But we hear what you guys are saying You guys are the ad council What is in the ad council today?
2: Well, listener Tiffany wrote in And as I mentioned at the top um, not uh, Bad copywriting is not limited to commercial radio mm. uh, It is apparently also in the spots For some uh, highfalutin NPR podcasts uh, This is what Tiffany had to say this is the strangest spot for Delta. Is it just me, or is it the clunkiest copy ever? I somehow can't get my head around it. Please, Doctor Doctor, what should I do, oh. Tiffany? Oh,
0: uh, you know Tiffany. you know what you're in
2: for with that. Oh man, when you invoke the Doctor,
0: that's right.
2: <laughs> doctor, Doctor, what should I do? Tell me.
0: Okay, so. This is for the NPR. En- expect some more of that song in a moment once we doctor this up. I honestly up.
2: don't know how to doctor this one because she's right. It is very clunky. This is from an NPR podcast called Rough Translation. And I tried to come up with like a one sentence way to describe rough translation. And the best I could do was like, hey, you like this American life. <laughs> so it's sort of like that. Would it's just storytelling. Let me ask you
0: this Would you rather have just. Four minutes of this American life Or a full (laughs) hour of rough translation (laughs) Let me ask you this Would you rather have four minutes of Radiolab Or two million hours of the TED radio hour Right, exactly No offense, Guy Raz (sighs)
2: Um, So this, if you want to For whatever reason, these ads apparently are not dynamic Or at least for now, it's not dynamic um, because she, it was the ad was right where she suggested that I, I look for it. Um, and this is an ad for Delta, the airline. Yeah, I
0: think this is the one that I've been hearing when I was listening to a podcast this weekend. Should I just hit play on this? Yeah. And the following message
1: come from Delta. Delta flies to 300 cities around the world. That's 300 cities where many people do the same things you do. That's 300 cities where people in those 300 cities think they're the only ones who know about that one place and 300 cities where people miss someone in one of Delta's other 299 cities. Delta isn't flying to 300 cities merely to bring people together, but to show that we're not that far apart in the first place. Delta, keep climbing. Okay.
2: I was told there would be no map. (laughs)
0: Listen, I, this, I am... Finally engaged with the show. Hey! No, I'm just joking. I actually (laughs) had a great time. But I need to find something on the fly here, which is never great. Is that the thing you had heard? Yes, but this is such an exercise in the read and the NPR style of reading. Like Uh NPR is still so fucking obsessed with a firewall, which, I mean, we should have a firewall. I'm obsessed with a firewall as well. But... Part of the firewall is making sure everybody reads the copy like a robot so that it makes no sense. Unless you're from the Genevieve E. and Andrew L. Walsh (laughs) Foundation, reminding you (laughs) that podcasts are more than podcasts. Wait, what's our slogan? Um, Okay, uh, Bringing
2: you hot takes on commercial commercial breaks. breaks.
0: Right. Um, so I was listening to <laughs> like that. I heard this commercial a bunch while listening it was to... Un-listen-able. So I'm listening to this uh, podcast that I highly recommend. It's hosted by Ramona Shelburne on 30 for 30, the ESPN podcast. And uh, it's about um, Sterling. I can't think of his first Donald name. Donald Donald Sterling, who owned the L.A. Clippers and was just a terrible human being in a lot of ways. I highly recommend it. Again, a five-part series. And here is that same exact copy read by somebody who's, you know, this isn't. Shelburne doing this this isn't the host this is like kind of their version of the npr credits guy right but for me this read while i did hear it a bunch and think like huh that's weird copy it is still so much more palatable 30 for 30 podcast is brought to you by delta airlines delta flies to 300 cities around the world that's 300 cities where everyone does the same things you do that's 300 cities where the people in those 300 cities think they're the only ones who know about that one place. 300 cities where people miss someone in one of the other 299 cities. 300 cities where people sing in the car or in the shower or both. Poorly. Delta isn't flying to 300 cities merely to bring us together, but to show us we're not that far apart in the first place. Delta. Keep climbing Okay now It's still somewhat iffy And also I, there These aren't These aren't exactly The same They're not identical they? There's
2: an extra line there. There's an extra line in there's there an extra
0: line in Singing there. in the shower But or just by giving yourself a, Just pause Yes For a second So the that we can The background music separate, Also helps Yeah And the background music Allows him to pause right. So it doesn't sound awkward But this There's no pausing So it just sort of sounds This sounds like A text to speech
2: Yes
1: Sound Support for this podcast And the following message Come from Delta Delta flies to 300 cities around the world. That's 300 cities where many people do the same things. <laughs> He's emphasizing That's the wrong 300 word. 300 cities <laughs> no, where people in those 300 cities. <laughs> Why you emphasizing in About it? that one place. And 300 cities where people miss someone in one of Delta's other 299 cities. <laughs> so Delta isn't terrible. flying to 300 cities merely to bring people together. But to show that we're not that far apart in the first place, oh, Delta, God. keep climbing.
2: You're right. It's not great copy. It's so precious. I can tell. Like so, it, it, it's the victim of somebody mm-hmm. who likes writing too much. Yeah. Um, and you it's know, too I, high
0: concept. It's too
2: high concept. Like maybe it could work as a in a print context or or like dynamic text or something with some like visuals. It doesn't really work yeah. as a as a spoken piece of copy. Yeah. That said I totally understand What you're saying About the read And the production Being yeah. really
0: Well he's definitely ap- and Critical a, I should, here I should actually Be somewhat nicer I think this is a I think this is a friend of a friend But um, Rot row. <laughs> But like yeah Like it, it's about the, the pacing Which again That is not a 100% on the person Reading the copy It's about The strict guidelines That have been handed To the person Reading yeah. the copy But also there's Some weird inflection In there too And, I, and I, they, that again Kind of comes back To the copy Because it probably He's probably looking at it And just being like What <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? So then you end up with like the word "in" emphasized yeah. in the sentence. You're like, wait, what? Why is why are we emphasizing that? And
2: all the like the numbers keep yeah just
0: they start piling, piling up, up and they give you anxiety.
2: Absolutely, stop Tiffany, stop burying
0: me under these numbers, Tiffany.
2: Great call. That was yeah. that was really interesting, and I'm really glad Andrew had like very coincidentally I I had picked this out to talk about, and he coincidentally had heard it somewhere else.
0: Yeah, you and I hadn't talked about that. No. I mean, this is all. This is all happening right now. <laughs> this is our scene. Uh, so let's see here. We have another. This looks. Should I be cringing? What's going on with this? this next This is one? pretty
2: cringeworthy. Um, <laughs> but the headline was what made me laugh so much. Thank you to listener David who posted this on Facebook um, with the th- with the uh, note that it's the thought that counts. <laughs> um, I think he meant that ironically. Uh, Cadbury. This is the this is a headline from CNN.com. Cadbury fails to solve racism with multicolored chocolate bar. <laughs> and, yeah, boy, did they. Um, so they produced and sold this so-called Unity Bar uh, for their Indian market. And it is a bar, like a chocolate bar with little, you know, little broken out squares yeah. like you have in a chocolate bar off. that you can snap off. And it starts on the bottom, or at least in this orientation that I'm looking at it, With dark chocolate and then it proceeds in like a gradation in color up to the top of the bar where it is white chocolate square. So you have like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, some mid-range color that's like a caramel color and then white chocolate. And they were rightly excoriated for like trying to put this out there as like as if they were somehow, you know, uh, advancing the conversation Or doing anything other Than trivializing racism Basically And they got compared a lot to that uh, Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad Oh right
0: yeah And what about the um, the Starbucks When they started writing like Hashtag race to the future Or whatever it was To encourage people to talk about race With their baristas Do you remember that right. one? Right It wasn't it, race to the future But it, it was, was like
2: uh, Yeah it was like uh, Let's talk It was like let's mm-hmm. race or something Yeah It was something yeah. stupid um, And And I just want to say, as a public service announcement, to all the pe- all of the makers of stuff, all of the companies that make and sell stuff, stop using the color of your thing to be a reference to skin tone. Mm-hmm. Just stop yeah. it.
0: Yeah.
2: Just stop. You don't have to do it. Nobody feels better when they're being told that they're a dark chocolate or a white chocolate, okay? (laughs) It never, no one wants that. Nobody wants it. Stop it.
0: Can I just read some of this snark from the CNN story? There are many ways to celebrate diversity. It appears eating four different colors of chocolate at the same time is not one of them. That's the lesson candy maker Cadbury learned on social media Friday after its effort to mark India's Independence Day with a multicolored slab of chocolate known as the Unity Bar went down not so well. This is from the press release. This Independence Day, let's celebrate a country that stands united in its diversity, presenting the Cadbury Unity Bar, India's first chocolate with Dark blended milk and white chocolate, all under one wrap.
2: I like this one. Uh, this is a comedian uh, named Zue Fuma, Fumoto, Fumoto uh, who's, who likened the move to Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech, writing, "I have a dream that my children will not be judged by the color of their chocolate, but by the content of their creamy <laughs> filling." <laughs>
0: That's fantastic! Oh my god. So it didn't. It didn't work though. There's still they, racial at tension. First, they,
2: yeah, there is still racial tension. Okay. They uh, they at first tried to play it off like, oh, people are loving it. Yeah, we all we sold out right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, ooh, you you really made a misstep there. Can I
0: say this? It does look tasty. Well,
1: like I, that's I'm not what a huge chocolate either, but like
0: I like the idea of breaking off. I think. I'm not a big chocolate person. I'm trying to think if I like white chocolate more or if it's just not around as much. So I think that I like it. Like it's more it feels like a more special treat.
2: I guess so. I mean, but you know, white has chocolate a, has no chocolate in it.
0: Yeah. And it has actually now that I think about it, it's kind of got a waxy taste.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's just like sugar and lard.
0: Yeah. All right. Never mind. I don't like white chocolate anymore. And you can't call me white chocolate anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a voicemail here, too. Right.
2: Yes, and you, uh, you'll remember that I think it was last week I shared the worst line reading of all time Which was Ryan O'Neill in um, Tough Guys Don't Dance Saying, oh, yeah. oh, oh, god, no. oh, <laughs> oh god, oh man Oh god, oh man Oh god, oh man But apparently I this, this message from listener Carolyn uh, Urged us to give Ryan O'Neill Another oh, shot really? Because he is not all Terrible line readings from terrible Norman Mailer movies Hey
0: guys, it's listener Carolyn in Minneapolis, just calling about Ryan O'Neill.
1: I agree that the stuff that you played um, on the on the episode was pretty horrible, but I can redeem him. Go watch Paper Moon. He starred in Paper Moon with his daughter, Tatum O'Neill, and the amazing Madeline Kahn. The entrance Madeline Kahn makes into the movie is just a thing of beauty. You have to see it to believe it. So watch Paper Moon.
0: Bye. Have you watched it now?
2: I feel like I have watched most of it. I was looking for a good clip of it to Mm -hmm. play and he is, um, in the clips that I watched, uh, much more watchable than he is Mm -hmm. in in the the tough guys don't dance. The story of Paper Moon, it was made in the I want to say the 70s um, but it's set in the Depression era uh, and it's shot in black and white and it's about Uh, A a con man or a hustler Played by Ryan O'Neill Who kind of uh, Adopts or Becomes the part Becomes the temporary guardian of This little tough girl played by His real life daughter and they kind of Become like grifters together
0: Yeah Um, So are we watching that tonight then?
2: Yeah I was kind of tempted I've never seen it So on carolyn's recommendation i would watch it
0: all right uh and is that all we have as far as ad council is concerned
2: that is the it that is the end
0: all right should should we get out of here then let's get out of here all right i'm just looking for the song i'm sorry i'm really not clicking (laughs) on all cylinders today
1: you can sell anything you can sell anything
0: all right, we got to give out the number, right? How can people call in to us? You can
2: call in at 607 444 5597. You can email us at after these messages show at gmail. And you can join us on the Facebook group. And welcome to our two new members. I'm sorry it took me a while to uh, approve you, but you are approved. Please uh, have fun and. Jump in the water's fine. You said we have like eight
0: hundred people on Facebook now. More than
2: eight hundred. Yeah, that's a lot. Over eight hundred. Yeah, so it's a really uh, vibrant and fun community, and I highly recommend that if you are not a member there, that you go check it out.
0: Also, I meant to say this at the top of the show.
2: (laughs) Oh no! What?
0: Happy anniversary. This is our two hundredth oh, yeah. episode that we're wrapping up right now. You know, That's
2: not what an anniversary uh, is. Yes,
0: it is. Other podcasts will make a huge to do right. about when they hit a certain number, whether it's three thousand <laughs> or three hundred, uh, and we are not that podcast. We just let it. We just we just churn out the content, I mean, start, and we uh, don't spend a lot of time celebrating. We do some what celebrating to the people. We don't
2: do. We do some celebrating, but it's like at a certain point it's 200 like what were we gonna do right like what's what do you what is celebra- what what is there to celebrate about 200
0: you know okay how about this let's make a promise to each other and the listeners right now when we get to the 300th anniversary I'm gonna go with the word anniversary we will play
2: 300 commercials <laughs> I feel like we basically did do that yeah, with uh, our 100th episode what and that turned do? into a marathon. What did we do? We took one commercial from, from each show. Oh, so show. we did. That's yeah. right.
0: We really did. But I was saying that is what a bad idea. What a bad idea that we it's, already it's tried. It's three times worse than what we did <laughs> oh hundred shows ago. What's wrong with us? But anyway, um, I did. you know what, Genevieve? Uh, not to be corny, but this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know if we knew we'd make it to 200, but here we are. Yeah, it's great. All right. Well, thanks for doing it. Thanks for putting today's show together and we will talk to the rest of you cats next Tuesday
1: celebrate the fact I moved into my mama's basement. I don't pay rent, I sell old books for new ones. New fives, two jobs, so live, whole live.